If you'd be so kind, I'd like to direct our attention back to Isaiah chapter 45, verse 11. Uh, for those of you that weren't here last night, you can thank the Lord that, uh, that I didn't get through with what I, I had started. And uh, in fact, I have wrote a page or so more of what I, I, I just can't get away from it. And uh, I, I started a message a few years ago, and I, uh, somebody said, I still ain't got it done. And uh, I, I don't know, just another sequel, praise God. I, and I, I don't apologize, I'm just telling you. I feel that God is in the house. And uh, I don't know about you, but I'm believing for signs, wonders, and miracles to take place in this house tonight. And I believe it's as close, even as the Lord spoke to us last night, as us just putting it into action. And I don't know about you folks, but I'm wanting to put it into action. Praise God. Isaiah chapter 45, verse 11, Thus saith the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, and his Maker, Ask me of things to come concerning my sons and concerning the works of my hands. Command ye me. I want to preach a little more on that. Command ye me. Let's lift up our hands and pray for the anointing of God to flow in this house tonight. Shall we, church? God, I come to you this evening. I understand and I know that I'm nothing. But God, I realize that you are in the house tonight. And I believe, God, that you are going to speak. You are going to work. And signs, wonders, and miracles are going to take place before the last amen is said. And we're going to give you the praise, the glory, and the honor that is due unto your holy and and precious name. Let's clap our hands unto the Lord and shout unto him with a voice of triumph. I praise you. I adore you. I magnify you for you are God. You may be seated in Jesus' name. I know that over the last few days, Folks have listened to way too much to the news. <laughs> I, I, I don't know about everything that's going to happen or what's going to take place. But I do know that the word declares unto me in Luke chapter 12 uh, and verse 32. He said, fear not, little flock. Fear not, little flock, for it is your father's pleasure to give you the kingdom. Too many times we're more concerned about this old natural kingdom than we are the heavenly one and the spiritual one that we need to be looking to. I want to tell somebody today it's time and high time that we work and labor and build in the kingdom because that's the only kingdom that really matters. Folks, I'm telling you, that's the only kingdom uh, that matters. Yeah. Romans 14 and 17 said, For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and, and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. If there's a group of people 
that ought to be excited about the end time. It ought to be the apostolic uh, Pentecostal church uh, of 2021. Come on, somebody. Uh, too many of us are worried uh, and concerned uh, when we just need to pray uh, and let God uh, be God. I talked to a friend of mine today, and he told me, he said, uh, he said, Parkersburg, West Virginia, Brother David Bounds has had some drug addicts come in and get the Holy Ghost. I wonder how many drug addicts are worried about what's going on in the Middle East. Had a young man get saved, filled, delivered, and he's reached out in that, that community. He was bound by heroin. And my understanding, this past Sunday, they baptized 20 of those addicts in the precious name of Jesus Christ. And several of them came up speaking in other tongues. I'm preaching to somebody. I still believe in the spoken word. I still believe we need to command those things we desire to see. And I'm believing for revival in Anderson Matthew 10 and 7 and as you go preaching saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand we got folks worried about this Epidemic that's taking place. You know what? I believe if we're ready for eternity, it really don't matter. The reason so many are worried is because their eternity is not sure. God, somebody help me here. Woo! I want to tell somebody, uh, this world is not my home. Uh, I'm just a passing through. Uh, and my treasures uh, are laid up uh, somewhere uh, beyond the blue. Uh, I'm asking somebody, uh, where is your treasure? Then he said, heal the sick. Heal the sick. Heal the sick. Brother O. C. Marler said, One morning in class I realized something was wrong with me physically, which turned out to be my heart. To which the doctor informed me that there was nothing he could do to help when I went to see him. He called me a few days later and he said, If you'll allow me, I want to go in and see if I might be able to help you in some way. But he said before the procedure 
we were having a healing service at our church. And upstairs before the service began, we that were to help with the service met for prayer. And as we started out and down, Brother Mooney said, Folks, Brother Marler needs prayer. He needs a touch from the Lord Almighty. Let's pray before we go out. Uh, let's start this service off right. Uh, and he laid his hand on my heart. Woo! Uh, and he said something took place. My God, I'm preaching in his house. Uh, when we pray uh, and command, uh, we can't help uh, but see uh, the miraculous uh, take place. My God, I'm speaking healing in this house tonight. I went in, had the procedure done. And he said, when I came to, the doctor was standing there and saying, Sir... God. God did something wonderful for you. I want to tell somebody, I still want a voice in my life that can pray and command the hand of the Lord to work. Heal the sick. Heal the sick. I'm preaching to a church. My God, it's kingdom business we're trying to do. Let's do it. Lift your hands and love him with me all across this. Does anybody know about miracles in this house? Has anybody ever had a miracle? Did anybody ever command it in the name of Jesus? Heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely you have received and freely give. Commanding me. Is this St. Clair? A couple years ago, I was in revival here. You all had went to preach, I believe, in northern Indiana. And you had a dream or a vision. And you came back and told this church <laughs> that God had said that everything that the canker worm the palmer worm and the locust had destroyed that you was going to get back. You said, I've seen every seed filled. You know what I'm saying here tonight? God, I want to see it. 
Ah, you gotta let me come back one more time uh, cause I gotta see uh, what God uh, has commanded uh, come on church uh, and I don't know about you uh, but I believe uh, this is the beginning uh, of a great move of God Come on, somebody. Let's be that difference maker. Command you me. Have we got any Holy Ghost filled folk in the house? Then I'm asking, what did he fill us for? I'm telling you that we might do kingdom business. It it was a sunny day, mostly clear skies, July of 2012, during the youth camp at Parkersburg, West Virginia. Young people were playing ball on the field when Zach Sandy, 18, a young preacher, was struck by lightning. Others on the field were knocked down, but not injured. And Zach was lying lifeless on the ground. For the lightning had entered through the back of his head, leaving an entrance wound slice. And it had traveled through his body, burning his skin and clothing and shattering the glass on the cell phone in his pocket, melting the buttons. It blew holes out of the side of his shoes as it exited to the ground. Zach had no breath and, and no heartbeat. But somebody started to pray. Some young people that were Holy Ghost filled begin to pray someone called 911 and and the ambulance uh, was on the way Whoa! but I'm talking about what happens uh, when some young people uh, start praying uh, and commanding uh, according to the word uh, come on church uh, I'm preaching to somebody uh, that same Jesus uh, is in this house uh, and somebody uh, came expecting a miracle His clothes were burnt and they smelled like they had cooked in a furnace. His hair was burnt and he had red track mark burns on his body from where the blood inside his capillaries 
had boiled. Several minutes later, the paramedics, they loaded Zach into the, to the ambulance. One of those young people heard paramedics say, after they had worked on his body, do you want to call it? And that's when they laid hands on that ambulance. And they prayed again. And seconds later, the door swung open and a paramedic shouted, We got a pulse. I wonder what would happen now if our young people would catch on fire around here. Woo! I, I want to ask somebody. Uh, Joel said in the last days, uh, I'll pour out my spirit uh, oh, uh, upon all flesh. Come on, somebody. I'll pour out my spirit uh, upon all flesh. Uh, and your sons uh, and your daughters uh, shall prophesy. Uh, by God, I wish we'd get that uh, here tonight. Come on, somebody. I'm preaching we're living beneath our privilege. What's happened to the prophet? What, what, what's happened to the L.P. Uptons? Somebody help me here. Well, what's happened to the man that can stand up and say, Thus saith the Lord? I wonder how many lied after Ananias and Sapphira was struck down. You didn't lie to the bishop, you lied to the Holy Ghost. How many of us are hiding behind something here tonight? Oh God, somebody help me here. Somebody help me here tonight. I'm preaching. It's time and high time that our sons and our daughters begin to prophesy and the old men begin to... Come on! And the power of demonstration is seen in our midst. It's a crying shame when we as apostolics before we can do anything for anybody else we first got to get right. The hardest problem I'm having in revival anymore is 
If I pray you through tonight, I got to pray you through tomorrow night. I, I want to ask some of you. When you know it's wrong. Oh my God. Your, your pastor shouldn't have to preach everything that convicts you. There's some things that I'll just rise up and say, I don't do that no more. Somebody help me here. I, I don't go there no more. I, I don't talk. My God, I wonder what would happen if we'd get tapped in to the Holy Ghost. I believe Job's prophecy would come to pass. It's hard to command if our own kingdom business isn't right. We got a heartbeat. He was airlifted to the West Penn Burn Center in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. They had intubated him and put him on a breathing machine. But the very next day, the sedative and the breathing machine were removed as he was breathing over the machine. And that day... He even spoke, ate, and even tried to walk. I'm telling somebody, uh, there ain't any kind of a pill uh, or a medicine uh, that can do that. Come on, folks. Uh, I still believe in miracles. Uh, I still believe uh, in a God uh, who is able They were concerned that his internal organs were fried and they should have been. But the dark red urine became normal in color and all neurological tests came back. We can't find nothing wrong. They then told him, son, you may never walk again. However, he pushed his wheelchair around the facility with his father in it and was discharged seven days later. Ain't it amazing what God can do in a perfect week of time? Why? Because some young people laid their hands on an ambulance uh, and said in Jesus' name, uh, be thou healed, uh, be thou whole. 
My God, I feel the Holy Ghost here. Come on, church. I'm preaching. We're living beneath our privilege. Lift up your hands and love him with me. on somebody command you me concerning the works of my hands a dear pastor friend said my phone began to ring brother Bingham and he said I looked down and it was my nephew and he said I I answered that phone and said, hello, son. Because he said I'd help raise him. And he said on the other end, he was saying, Pastor, I've had a hunting accident and a broad head has went through me. I'm a mile from my vehicle and I'm by myself. And if God don't intervene, I'm going to die out here. Could you touch heaven for me? My God, I'm preaching to somebody here. Every one of us somewhere along this road, we're going to need God somewhere. Oh, he said, I want you to know it was more than just a now I lay me down to sleep prayer. He said, I prayed. You know what? God heard. He commanded the, the blood to stop, and it stopped. God, I feel you here. Command me. (laughs) 
going to ask you if I call you in the next few days and say, Brother Shepherd needs help. Can I rely on you? get the news your 16 year old daughter's got cancer ah pastor dear pastor he said my wife had come down with congestive heart failure we had battled it for several years brother St. Clair we had prayed I won't tell somebody, hear me. You know what insanity is? Oh yeah, they'll tell you insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. That may be in the natural, but that's not the way it is with God. Because I'm telling somebody, uh, if you prayed a thousand times, uh, let's pray a thousand and one. You just keep on praying and commanding and fasting and praying and fasting and commanding. And he said, days turned into weeks, weeks to months, months to years. And he said, one afternoon we sitting in the living rooms talking. And as we talked, my wife fell off the couch into the floor. And I jumped up and I grabbed her and I took her in my arms. And she was gone. And he said, one more time. Heal my precious wife. I command it in the name. Bring breath back into her body and heal her and make her whole. He said, folks, uh, I don't know how long that time went by. All I know is uh, I kept on praying. Uh, God healed uh, and I command uh, in your name uh, for breath uh, to, to come back into her body uh, and make her whole. He said, all I know is during that course of time, 
there was a gasp. And I looked down and my wife had opened her eyes and the first words out of her mouth were, I'm healed. I'm healed. Come on, somebody. I, I still believe uh, he heals the sick. Uh, he raises the dead. Uh, and he performs uh, the miraculous. I'm healed. And she said, honey, I just came from the glory world. She said, I was walking down the street. It was like no place I'd ever been before. And she said it was like fog or smoke. And I kept walking down that road. It was up an elevation. And she said, when I got so close, it appeared as if there was a throne. I'm not really sure. But she said, when I got almost to it, there was a voice that said, you must go back because the prayers of the saints have prevailed. The prayers of the saints have prevailed. Has anybody got a need in this house tonight uh, as we stand together uh, and lift up our hands? Woo! Did anybody come looking for a miracle today? Uh, then what are you waiting on? Hey! <laughs> Could I get some folks that's full of the Holy Ghost <laughs> to do some kingdom work here tonight? Could I get some folks uh, to begin to command? Could I get some young people uh, to lay their hands on each other? Church, yes, come on, church. Some of you got sickness in your body. Come on, some of you need a touch in your mind. Some of you need deliverance. Church family, reach over and lay a hand on somebody. Uh -huh. If those young people in West Virginia could lay their hands on an ambulance uh, and God work, uh, what would happen in this house uh, if I could get somebody uh, to speak it, uh, command it, uh, and allow it to happen?
up here close. Lay your hands on each other. Speak his name. Command it in Jesus' name. Oh, Jesus. Somebody's desperate for your prayer. Yeah. 